Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan, and also we have Mr. BNE, the man in the middle, from the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, we give you a reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. What is your season? Phoenix are long, show them how it's done, we're on ForceAmericaSports.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? You have uh, J.A.Z. and Chelsea Hellstab in the studio today filling in for Mr. Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. They are out uh, doing a charity golf tournament. Uh, so how you doing, Jay? Hi, I'm doing great. How you doing, Chelsea? I'm doing very well. Jay and I are from a local uh, sports radio show, weekly show called Out of Bounds. Um, if you guys have listened to uh, previous hard-hitting radio episodes, you've heard either Jay or myself um, kind of coming in and being uh, guests in the studio. But today we are doing an official out of bounds takeover of, uh, of Hard Hit Radio. So hopefully we don't let uh, Byron I, I, I and, and Mighty Mark Mouse down. I can see his Twitter right now going simmer down now. Chelsea. I know he did. He told me that he's like simmer down, Chelsea, simmer down. So uh, so yeah. And then also in studio today we have a special guest from uh, from Morton Steakhouse. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Mike Collier. I'm the GM at Morton's in Phoenix. And uh, we've been working with Mark. I uh, actually just got back from uh, his golf tournament. Very nice. To make sure I hit the hit the show before the end. So there you go. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. How was it out there today? It was good. It was good. I didn't golf so well, but uh, I golf. <laughs> couple, couple mulligans. I, I, couple mulligans. I, I, I golf with B and E. So uh, oh, growing up in Philly. Oh, that's got to be amazing. Then, yeah, to be able to golf with B and E was uh, was pretty awesome. So Wait, it, was, got, it was a lot got, of fun. I got two Philly people in. Oh here yeah. Right? Oh yes. This is what I love about coming to the studio is that every time I come in. There's, I mean, obviously Mac is here, so that's great, or it's Byron, but there's usually one guest that is also hugely a Philly fan. I love it. I feel at home every time. We're I'm, out, I'm outnumbered. I'm from Omaha, and you I'm, a, are. I'm a Denver Bronco, so I, I got it's just me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, you are. We've, you we've are. infiltrated the nation. Watch out now. Uh, anyways, so uh, that's uh, kind of our thing. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the golf tournament really quickly before we move on to uh, any of the sports this week. Um, so is that Ocotillo Golf uh, Resort, and it was raising awareness for autism awareness, uh, child drowning prevention, and uh, the junior rank um, uh, which is what Mark McMillian does uh, throughout. Uh, that's that's throughout where the he's year. traveling at all the time. I know exactly. Checking out, checking out those uh, those young men, out, young men out there uh, playing football, and and there's some talent out there. There's that's some for definite sure. talent, some good character out there, and Mar- Mark's searching them out, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so the golf uh, tournament was in support of all that today. Uh, what part did Mark Morton's play into that? We actually donated. We we donated a couple 
certificates for dinners for two. Uh, so we're kind of like a whole sponsor on a, two different holes. Oh, sweet. Uh, we have two restaurants here in the Valley, one up in Scottsdale, and Carolyn Commons, and the one that I run down 24th and Camelback in the Esplanade area. So mm-hmm. we were sponsors there, and we also gave a little something in the goodie bags that uh, everybody's coming away with today. So uh, nice. I, I think I made, nice. I think I made some friends. So uh, <laughs> nice little <laughs> certificate, which is good. Uh, and uh, you'll have to hit Mark up too. There's a couple extra for you guys for for filling in for today. Oh, but, uh, oh sweet! But thank you very much. Yeah, we we've didn't uh, even know that. That's amazing. Mark <laughs> Mark actually hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Morton's is on Twitter at Morton's AZ, and out of nowhere he just gave us a shout. So we've been talking. So we we've done a lot of work with him with this. He's helping us out. We have our Fitz event. Um, to raise money for his charities on Monday, uh, so he's been doing some stuff for us. Tell us a little bit about that. This is our third annual Larry Fitzgerald Celebrity Server event. Uh, we started this back in '09, and it's been going strong ever since. Uh, it's the first one that Morton's has done. Uh, we, we've we've had lots of interactions. We have lots of celebrity guests that come in on a pretty regular basis. They like to eat good steak, mm-hmm. uh, but this was the first time we kind of put something together officially. And since Larry's first event back in 09, we've grown to, I think it's between 12 and 15 a year wow. nationwide. Wow. Uh, a couple of years ago, again, we're going to go back to Philly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. la- last year in June, we sat down before last year's event. Um, we were excited to announce that Ryan Howard was going to do a celebrity server event in Philly. And that was the first outside of the NFL uh, celebrity Servant event that we had. It's a good way to start that off. It is. It definitely is. Uh, <laughs> God bless he's Ryan very, Howard. He's very God active bless him. in the community. He too. is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's huge, which was great. So uh, our director of PR came down from Chicago because he's a huge Cardinals fan, and, and you know this was kind of his baby with Larry as well. Um, was excited to tell Larry that we were kind of breaking outside the NFL, and then this year we actually had a. Again, back in the Philadelphia area. <laughs> Jim Furyk did a celebrity server event in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and that was our first celebrity server event into the PGA. Uh, this year we are the official steakhouse of the PGA Tour. Wow. So it's a pretty big deal for us. But back to Larry on mm-hmm. Monday, uh, which there are tickets available, $500 a seat, four-course meal, um, lots of fun. Uh, Larry is never short of friends that come. Uh, we pretty much have all the Cardinals show up for this event, mm-hmm. and there's servers for the night. So they don aprons, run around, serve food, clear your plates, you know, put pepper on your salad, pour your wine. I like it. it it's <laughs> a, like it's it. a ton of fun. We have uh, a live and silent auction event. We have some phenomenal live auction items. Uh, the biggest one, personally, I think, or the coolest one, I think, is Larry's donating his game-worn jersey from Sunday's game. Really? Uh, for breast cancer wow. awareness. Uh, That's amazing. In addition to his cleats and his gloves. Whoa. Uh, so, the whole you package. Know, Larry's uh, charities are the Carol Fitzgerald Memorial Fund. His mother yes. passed from breast cancer a few years ago. It's very, very dear to him. Mm-hmm. And his first down fund. So they both have... Uh, tons of ways to give back to the community, and uh, we've we raised over one hundred fifty nine thousand dollars last year here in Phoenix. Wow! We're looking to push the envelope a little more this year, so we definitely need people to come out and support. We still again still have tickets available. You know, Larry, he's also uh, every catch he makes in the month of October, he's donating a thousand dollars, and every touchdown ten thousand dollars. Yep. Wow! That I mean, there's a reason why Larry Fitzgerald is one of the most well liked. Mm-hmm. Just athletes, not even in the NFL. It's just everybody. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I was talking to somebody that said that uh, I think Larry made Jerry Rice's top his number one receiver. Wow, really? I'm hearing. But uh, just all over uh, working with Larry for the past few years with these events, there's not a humbler man. 
yeah. uh, in the NFL. You know, the earth. I've watched so many different interviews and pieces on him, and you know, it, the one thing that's always consistent with it. There's always something about his family in there, mm-hmm. and it goes back to his mom, and then still his relationship with his dad and everything. I mean, senior comes every year. Yeah, yeah. We see Larry Senior. <laughs> he comes. Marcus uh, was there last year as well. His brother. Oh, very nice. Uh, so he keeps his family very, very, very close. Very close. Now, yeah, he's, uh, he's probably pretty happy because Pitt got a big upset last yes, night. Yes, did. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure Fitz was watching that. <laughs> yeah, he was. Upset now, uh, uh, you, uh, South Florida last night. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, very nice. On ESPN. Ooh. Um, where can people buy these tickets, by the way, uh, for Monday's event? You can go to eventbrite.com and then search for the Morton's Celebrity Server Event, Larry Fitzgerald Celebrity Server Event. Awesome. They're on there. We only have a few left. It's going to be Monday. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, lots of little things going on. Like I said, live and silent auction items, great items. Again, all those proceeds are going to charity. So. Yeah, it's That's all great. for a good cause. That's great. Do you awesome. guys do other events during the year, too? We do uh, all kinds of events. Uh, we also have a golf tournament coming up uh, on November 4th. It's ours that we do every year that uh, is open to the public this year. We're starting to, to kind of increase it a little bit. And this year, our charitable partner is Ryan House. So we'll have some people coming in from Ryan House helping us out. Sweet. Uh, again, with, with the ties to the PGA, we're golfing at this place called the TPC. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> might, you know have it, might have heard of might that. Have, might have heard maybe, of that. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit. You know, you got a name like Morton's, you know. <laughs> no yeah, you can get into places like that. So it's, uh, it's definitely, we're very, very excited about that partnership and very excited. I'm very excited to play that course. And that's November 4th? That's November 4th. Awesome. Maybe maybe uh, we can get something going with our Out of Bounds show with you guys, too, as yeah. far as, you know, some advertising and taking care of you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're looking to get out. Um, we It's very important to us at, at Morton's, as national as we are, as big of a name as we are, it's all about our communities that really kind of help us and, and drive, and we want to make sure that we give yeah. back to our communities. Uh, and, you know, we just happen to have some nice friends like Larry that like to work with us, and yeah, you know, we, can, we can raise money. Um, people like Mark uh, really helping out and looking, and we're, we're really trying to get into the community and, and be as uh, – we want to be your, your – Hometown steakhouse, yeah. Your local steakhouse, even yeah. though you can go to another another city and go to one, we still want you to come in. And, yeah, and it's about the community that you guys, really you know, to find your success. So that's really awesome that you guys take a lot of pride in uh, in giving back to the community and making sure, you know, that's that's a priority. That's really awesome. Right. Uh, now, since you're from Philly, I'm sure you have an opinion on this. Maybe. Yes, they're going to win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what the question is, but they're going to win. A, there's been a lot of controversy this week, uh, just kind of going into some uh, some sports now. Um, there's been a lot of controversy this week about Michael Vick and, um, you know, officials kind of getting highlighted for, you know, do they call penalties differently for different quarterbacks? Um, you know, you see a lot of hits that Michael Vick's taking, and yes, a lot of anal- analysts will say, um, you know, he holds onto the ball too long. You know, his offensive he, line he, isn't holding. He can holding. get out of some of these you know, plays. Yeah, he so should scramble. You know. you know, whatever. But you know, he's he's taking a lot of late hits. Um, you know, things that if it were Drew Brees in that situation, or Tom Brady, or you know, anything like that, they they probably would have a flag down on the play. Um, you know, and it's not just Michael Vick. Uh, look at Kerry Collins in Indianapolis. Man, that hit on Kerry Collins this week. If that was Brady or Breeze or even Peyton Manning, no, if, if he would have been Peyton, out of there. If that was Peyton if they, playing if that for was the Peyton Colts, Manning, that would have been... That would have been a flag. You would have had a fine, and who knows what Roger's going to do. Maybe a suspension. I think that they say that you can get out of that. Vick can get out of that. So the, the part of that is if Tom Brady throws a 70-yard pass and just goes off the fingertips of a receiver... Do they give it to the receiver because Brady can do it? 
Mm-hmm. No. It, yeah. Just because exactly. he can't get, because he can get out yeah. and sidestep doesn't mean that it, the rules should change. Exactly. He hits the turf more than anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, he he does put himself in some of those positions, which is you know he's been doing it his entire NFL career. Exactly. But he's not he's not getting the respect and and again it, it, he pops up and he gets up. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten up a couple. Well, times you know there season, were two but, of those hits. The the hit that he broke his hand on, and there was another out of bounds hit that had nothing to do with him getting out of the hits. It was a late hit, and the dude led with his helmet, and he got pushed out of bounds. You know, a couple steps out of bounds, and they just let those go. That especially that that hit in when he was in the pocket. It it it's tough. Uh, I have my own personal feelings on why some of this is happening, which I will I'm not I, put out on the radio. <laughs> uh, I have my own personal feeling from when Mike was. Having his interview, or when he was having his press conference, he's like, you know, you watch. Every time I throw the ball, I'm on the ground. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I know why. Maybe you should ask your offensive line. Granted. Yeah, yes. They definitely they have some, A little some bit. struggle A little on the bit. offensive line. But it, it's out of bounds. Where's the offensive line out of bounds? And we get hit well, out of bounds. No, that, hit, yeah, out of bounds. Exactly. that hit, that hit, that hit. That's one of the hits that I that was def, that definitely should have been flagged. But he's getting a hit a lot back there, even when he's in the pocket. The O line you know? has definitely been a, a struggle, and you know one thing that I'm hoping. I mean, that they're blocking for Shady really well. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, he's having a great year. Oh yeah. But the, the, those guys, everybody uh, being a very big Philadelphia fan, which automatically says outspoken. I'm very loud. No, yeah, a bit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have to hear it every week or anything. Yeah, no, no it, not at all. It's it's one of those things that everybody said. Well, you guys have a great team. Mm-hmm. So we haven't snapped a ball yet. Yeah, we don't have a great team. Um, they have to gel. This is a team that has a lot of pieces mm-hmm. that just came in. Yep, that's gonna take some time. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, are you worried at one and two? No, I'm not. No, not at all. I mean, Th- it's, they, it's it's not like it's the Packer matter- team. Those guys were together last year, and even sure. when they had all those injuries, those players are still together. It's a totally different atmosphere than what's going on in Philly. And you're right, one and two. There's even no. at one and three, you don't worry. That's a talented team, and in the NFL, the talent, it's going to rise. Yeah, exactly. It's going to end up at top. It you took know, two I, years to look at Detroit. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? And that was going to be uh, that what was, that was our next point is uh, look at the Detroit Lions right now. I mean, I know they're two and one. Um, but at the same time, no three no three, three no. no oh they're three no three I no. totally my bad. Uh, no, but anyways, they came back and beat Minnesota who that's blew right, that's right, another that's right. halftime lead. <laughs> but uh, it's really cool because you see the full circle of uh, you know a team that absolutely was the most terrible team in football you know ever for, ever 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 you know but they you know and by that play. You get draft picks. They drafted well as an organization. Now look at where they stand. Uh, you know, they're a very talented young team. If Matthew Stafford can stay healthy, uh, they have a lot of, um, you know, potential going there. But even still, last year, look at what they did. The last, the last month of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, that was with their third string quarterback, you know? And it's just, and, and Dominican Sue is, I love uh, Sue. That's beast. a Husker right there. He's a beast. A beast. Yeah. It's a very exciting team to watch. And, you know, I <laughs> I have somehow, like, a soft spot in my heart for Michigan teams. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me how. I just, uh, Michigan people are super nice. Um, but I love seeing the Detroit Lions doing what they're doing this year. It's it's fantastic. You know, it's funny, Sue, uh, he, he did a little press, press thing today and because uh, they played the Cowboys, and he was talking about Tony Romo. 
And, you know, he wasn't going to make any claims like D'Angelo Hall did. He's like, look, man, that's the side I'm going to be coming from. And if I happen to hit him there, I'm sorry. And if I happen to land on him, man, I'm 307 pounds. It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about the Detroit Lions and all those draft picks, and that's what led them to where they're at. And then you kind of flip it on an opposite 3-0 and team, the Buffalo Bills. They're playing with a quarterback that got drafted in the sixth or seventh round. Fred Jackson was undrafted. Stevie Johnson, who who is that? You know, they got guys like Dave Nelson, uh, the Chandler, the tight end, a bunch of guys that were drafted sixth, seventh round, free agents. They're 3-0 and right now. Mm-hmm. And for the city of Buffalo, I think this is awesome. Oh, they have to be jumping off of their rooftops right now, going insane. And it's not just that they beat, you know, three let's say, like, the Jaguars and the Panthers. Yeah. You know, they beat the Patriots, you know, and I don't... Well, they have two of, great come-from-behind wins. They yeah. were down 21-3 to against the Raiders and then 21 to nothing against the Patriots. I mean... They could end their season now. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could end their season They're right now. They're like, we've now. already exceeded yeah. expectations. But, yeah. you know, the one thing you look at with that, everybody's happy for the Bills. But on the flip side of that, you're the Patriots... You got some defensive problems, a lot of problems in that division, and it's funny because all my Patriot friends uh, will be will be okay. Billichek will write this ship. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, the defense isn't necessarily where they have all their problems. I mean, I hate to be the one. I don't hate to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how many, Stay true to your Philly. How, Stay true to your Philly. How, it was sarcasm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many? Interceptions? Four. Have four. In, that two, was, in two weeks? He, well, he threw four this week. I think he had two the week before. He only threw four all of last year. Right. Mm-hmm. And this team is not... You know what you're seeing? This team's getting older. And they're also all those pieces that they brought in, like Philadelphia. Mm. They haven't quite mixed yet. Yeah. Except I think the difference is the pieces that they brought in in Philadelphia are way better than the pieces that came into New England. And I think, yeah, I don't think uh, you can look at Albert Hainsworth and Chad Ochocinco and be like, "Yay, we're we're taken care of." You know? What are you talking about? Albert Hainsworth last year in Washington? Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was great. Yeah. NFC East, you can oh go to. Oh my god, it was it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was now, yeah. the, now the Redskins are looking a little scary. A yeah. little scary. And I'll tell you what, Flash Chad. In the pan. Chad, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with that. Uh, Chad dropped that. I mean, that was a touchdown pass. Uh, hey, if you drop a touchdown pass like that, Tom might be like, well, you know, I think I'm just going to keep going to West. And obviously he did because he ended up with 21 catches. Mm-hmm. 21 catches. Wes Welker. Dude, all I had to say, the people who have Wes Welker on their fantasy teams, I hate you. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, I hate I'm in you. an undisclosed amount number of fantasy football leagues. It's ridiculous. But in- I'm in three. I'm in one. He's in like eight. <laughs> Just kidding. In Maybe not three of those, the people people have the combination of Tom Brady and Wes Welker. I've played them every week, I swear. <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's terrible. It's been terrible. It's been terrible. Chelsea's in her first year for fantasy football. I know. It changes. It's a game changer. Yeah. It totally I, is. Yeah. I was, and forget it if you have like two TVs. It's been I terrible. Mean, yeah. It, in my, in my, we, in, it's called our sports lounge. I have our 60-inch TV, and we have Sunday tickets, so I have all eight games on that TV. And then there's a 42-inch next to it that in the morning it'll either be the Eagles or the Packers. In the afternoon it's usually the Broncos, or if they played in the morning, I watched, we, mm-hmm. watched the, we watched the Cardinals. Yeah. 
Let me it's tell hard. you. I don't even want to go to sports bars anymore. I got it all at my house. I don't yeah. need it. Uh-uh. Let me tell you. Sunday was probably one of the worst football days for me outside of like Eagles losing playoffs. It, I mean, not only did we get waxed by the Giants, Jeremy Macklin went out with what hamstring, mm-hmm. and uh, he's on my fantasy. Awesome. He's, um, he's probable. Yeah, probable. I, th- I think he. I think he's going to be okay. I'll be fine. I have Eagles D. I have Alex Henry, who actually didn't do bad for me. He's a, a great kicker. He is a great kicker, by the way. Alex what a great Henry replacement was one of the most David, accurate kickers in college football history mm-hmm. from the University of Nebraska. Well, hopefully he'll stay because uh, we don't get rid of kickers very often. No, no. not at all. Yeah, and he's like for like four, 20. I yeah. think. Well, what's <laughs> so yeah. He can, be, he can yeah. be in Philadelphia for a I'll long time. Exactly. That's, gonna, that's one of those kickers that's going to be there for 10, 15 years. Good. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Oh, and uh, did I mention that Philip Rivers gave me about six points on fantasy this week? That won't happen very often. No. <laughs> I, got, I got my butt handed to me. That's exactly what happened so um it was a yeah we have we have an official out of bounds fantasy football league uh we got a lot of good friends on it one of my friends is actually a detroit lions fan and his name is his team name is the sioux nami's nice it's clever yeah very clever very very clever kevin dow in there and his in uh, miss kdp reina in there and Mm -hmm. i think i'm playing her this week uh, oh we have the two girls playing each other it's the emasculators versus what's her team name uh miss kdp Miss KDP. We have two uh, two girls in one of my leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got beat by one of them. <laughs> it's hard to that admit that. Loss. That's why I named my team the Emasculators. But uh, so far, I've not you held up to my em- name you at haven't all. Haven't emasculated anyone? <laughs> no. Not if, yet. If as a female I could be emasculated, that's exactly what's been going on these past few weeks. <laughs> it's been terrible. I'll just chalk it up to uh, beginner unluck. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I, I have uh, I have Shady McCoy on four <clears throat> of my teams. Nice. I am very happy he's about yeah. him. Real well. and he's done He's on a whole different level than he this year than he was last year. Well, yeah. everybody's talking about him, and he's he's insane. He's and, insane. And, 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 he's what, so and that's holes. exactly what yeah. these very vanilla commentators are saying. Yeah, it's they're saying they're speaking with excitement in their voice when they talk about him, exactly. which is something you never hear. He's seeing holes that he didn't hit last year. No, and he's pulling moves. It's out of control. Watching that, that was the only redeemable part about watching that game against the Giants on Sunday was watching LaShawn McCoy just go absolutely nuts. I mean, he was finding like third and fourth and fifth holes and picking up 10, 15, 20 yards on things that you thought were going to be losses. Well, he's getting getting wrapped up and still making five yards. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's so physical and just he... He's insane. He's playing out of his mind right now. Like, literally out of his mind. He's there's, playing out of everybody's mind. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. there's no way that this is, like, just humanly possible. He's on another, like, he's in a different stratosphere. It's you know, while we're on Philly right now, I want to bring up Deshaun Jackson for a little second because uh, I have him on a couple leagues. And uh, there's, Don't there's, worry. there's been a little bit of talk coming from inside the locker room in Philly from some unnamed team sources that. Deshaun's kind of taking it easy a little bit because he doesn't want to get hurt because he hasn't got that contract yet. Yeah, and we know that he is—he's been talking about this contract for two, three years now. I love Deshaun Jackson. I think he's one of the most <laughs> exciting players to watch in this game. But he's got teammates saying this, and you know, if a teammate's saying that, you kind of wonder what's going on. But it, you know, also on the other thing, if a teammate's saying it, it might be just a way to kind of kick him into gear a little bit. Yeah. I have to. Uh, I play the defensive role. The way I look at it is, what does Deshaun do? He breaks a play for 95 yards for a mm-hmm. touchdown. It's not the the little bit and pieces. He's the he's a not 
not the negative flash in the pan. Yeah. But it's not like he's not Macklin. Everybody thinks what's going on with Deshaun. He's not our number one receiver. No, no Macklin. It's, it's Macklin. Macklin and, and, and people that because aren't, aren't Macklin, really Macklin it. will well, get those like fifteen yard screen exactly. passes and everything like that. He's he's the one that that chips away. He's he's the you know five yard gain, fifteen yard game, whatever. Deshaun is that. That game changer. That yeah. I mean, we saw it last year in the Miracle of the Meadowlands yep. too. You know, that's what he is for. He's not like, he's not the main guy. Exactly, he's not the main guy. He's he's that one. He's like the Ron Artest of. Well, and right now the, the defense are fights. playing. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no, deep. but you know, you know, Ron oh, Artest no, will absolutely. come out of nowhere yeah. and like. You know, five seconds left in a game and hit a three when he has been bricking all night. You know, you're, he just comes out of nowhere. He just kind of waits and whatever. You know, next thing you know, you're kicking right to Deshaun Jackson yeah. and well, you know, licking, they've also you know, the defense has, they've been playing the safety so deep to keep him from burning them. That's that's something that's not really being mentioned. Like there, somebody said they're playing the safety so deep that you can't even see him in the screens, mm-hmm. and they're making sure. I mean. If you got to play that dude that way, that way, you know, you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Deshaun Jackson can burn you on any play. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what that's doing? That's just opening up Macklin. Oh, LaShawn McCoy is doing his thing. And wait till Steve Smith starts getting into the mix, you know, and he's all he's all fully healthy. Yeah. You know, I do have one bone to pick, and I've been noticing it over the past three weeks now. Um, does anyone know how to tackle anymore other than Indomitian Sue? Like, just wondering, because you know, watching uh, watching... Last week, for instance, uh, it even just the Eagles. I I hate to keep bringing it up because it makes me want to cry. Um, but even watching on both sides, both defenses for the Giants and the Eagles, nobody could nobody could get a tackle. Everybody was grabbing at legs, you know, going low, going high. Nobody could bring anyone down. Every running back, every receiver had well, an extra ten. I would love to see the statistic. So far this season for each team on how many yards have been gained after first and second missed tackles. Well, I'll tell you what. The first thing, the, the first problem is, you know, just not having all the camps and the OTAs and stuff. And the other problem that, you know, I've been watching this show, uh, No Huddle, mm-hmm. on the NFL Network. And, you know, Warren Sapp brought it up really well. He's like, how can we practice tackling? We have one contact practice a week. Mm-hmm. And then after week 13, we don't even have any contact practices, you know. So you got, they're not out there doing it every day like they used to. They're, they can only hit one day in practice. And on top of that, I think these defensive players right now, and we hear the commentators saying it, they're confused. They don't know how can you hit. Is this You're seeing guys pull up. Mm-hmm. I think those two major, major... Unless your name is Dunto Robinson. <laughs> <Dante Yeah>. Robinson. <laughs> I, think, I think those factors right there are pretty major in what you're seeing with the tackling right now. Mm-hmm. You That's know? I, I was going to say the same thing. It's one of those things that, you know, you're taught how to play football. You're not taught how to hurt somebody. Yeah. You're taught how to tackle. Yeah. And, and this is how these guys have been taught right. their entire lives. Now you have to see, even mm-hmm. if you're not someone like Dante Robinson, mm-hmm. you are worried that something that you're going to do that you have always done is going to end up hurting somebody or getting called for a penalty. So you have to yeah. change your mindset, and it's split-second reaction time. And if you have to pause for half a second against some of these receivers, against some of these backs, mm-hmm. they're going to burn you exactly. quickly because it's, it's in favor of the offense. 
yeah. and your defense is that's exactly what's going to happen. If you have to take that split second, someone's going to burn you. Well, you know, it's funny. They, when we f- were first going into the season, everybody said, well, the defenses are going to be a step ahead of these offenses because they haven't had to work together. Um, no, no, it's not definitely so much. not that case right now. I mean, you got to look at it. Offenses, uh, it, you know, you can pretty much run and practice whenever. It doesn't take too much to get a quarterback out there, snap the ball to a wide receiver, run routes, you know, get that whole thing gelling. It's it is it's exactly the defenses that suffered. I mean, how how are you really going to get together and do drills to, you know, to that effect? It's just I, well, I don't you know. know. I like, think we're seeing a new NFL now. Mm-hmm. You know, with the way that they have made this game you can't touch anybody. You can't touch the quarterback. I'm for safety, but I'm it, some of the some of the things get it, it's some of these rules are just a little bit excessive, yeah. and you've taken away what we all love about football, and it's that it's that violent, not the violence, but just the hitting, and that's what we grew up on. Yeah, it's and the big hits that get the big reactions. That's it, why fans buy tickets. That's why fans, you know. Watch the game. It, that's it's football. You're going to have know? to change the complete culture of football, and that means going all the way down to Pop Warner and Pee Wee. Yeah. You have to start there. You can't. I don't think you can take a guy like Lamar Woodley, James Harrison, those guys, and in the middle of their career, go. You guys have been great, all pros, but now you got to change everything that you know about playing defense. Well, I will say this before we go on a break. <clears throat> As much as we can, um, you know, kind of complain about the rule changes and how it is, it's obviously, I mean, between the lockout and the rule changes, it's it's definitely affected the quality of play. And we talked about this in the spring. Exactly. On, on and, and we knew it would. We knew it would. Um, but, man, we got to be thankful that there's football because there's not going to be any basketball. This lockout could have gone differently, although nobody expected it to actually when, hold uh, out when, the, through the season. We all knew there was going to be an NFL season. That, that, that is just not a question. When I was um, going to take it seriously, I mean, I always have, you know, just from being around you, Chelsea, but when Kobe's saying, Italy's I'm, I'm looking really over, good. I'm going I'm over staying to Italy. Over here. I'll see no, you guys I think later. He's there already, and he's like, mm, I think I'm going to stay. Like, that's, you know, so we got to be thankful that there's football. Um, and, you know, regardless of if players are pulling up a little bit and certain hits are, you know, going a little light instead of a little harder. I'm just glad we have something to watch every week because coming November 1st, I'm going to be in a corner somewhere crying like a baby in a fetal position because I'm not going to have my MBA. So, And I will be there comforting, picking, picking her up <laughs> and comforting her and telling her, get just, ready for the next Out of Bounds show yeah, and we have NFL football. Yeah, pat, pat my head and tell me <laughs> that college basketball will take its place, which it won't, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, Anyways. you know, we, we do have to give a quick mention to another Philly Sports Temple. Yeah. Beating Maryland this week. The Owls, baby. And Woo. you know what? They deserve to be beat wearing the these uniforms Maryland has. Are, are so, ridiculous. so terrible. We're going to get into shout college. Out to Temple. Yeah, I was a huge so, shout out to Temple. I so sad that they didn't beat Penn State uh, last week. Uh, not this that last week, game. but the week before. Yeah, that was a great that was game. A great they had game. an opportunity to beat Penn, you know. It, oh, so close. Anyways, with that, I think we're going to go into break. I want to give a shout-out to Voice America Sports, and we'll be back on hardhittingradio.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Looking for a great sports show from a kid's point of view? Look no further than Speaking of Sports. We've got the stats, scores, and inside news on what's happening all over the sports world. It's all hard-hitting, can't-miss action from your point of view. You'll hear different perspectives, opinions, and predictions from the fans and experts. Tune in to Speaking of Sports every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Miss just one minute of this show and you've missed out. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Alrighty, guys, we're back with Hard Hitting Radio. Uh, Jay and Chelsea once again filling in for Mr. Mark McMillan and Byron Evans uh, today as they are out at a t- uh, charity golf tournament. Um, so we started touching a little bit on college football, talking about Temple and uh, giving them a shout out for the big yes. win over Maryland last week, and you know that very very close. Uh, it was such a painstaking loss to Penn State two weeks ago. They had the opportunity to beat them for the first time since like 1940. Um, it was ridiculous. Such a high energy game. Uh, but what else is, uh, I know there's some big news with well, LSU. We have a new number one team. Mm-hmm. The SEC has, oh, we got somebody over there cheering right now. LSU. Go How, Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, introduce Kim, introduce Kim. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Kim with Morton Steakhouse. How you doing, Kim? Good. How are you doing? I am doing good. Are you an LSU fan? I am originally from New Orleans. There you go. So, yeah. Oh, very nice. Very nice. You know, I've actually, I've gone down to a couple games in Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. Uh, A few years ago, I saw them play uh, number one ranked Florida at the time. Mm -hmm. 
place is just crazy. Like you think you're in the middle of an earthquake when you're in that game. Yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the new number one team. They have overtaken Oklahoma. And I told my boy Brad Lefevre this summer. Fieve. Shout we out were, to Brad Lefevre, by up, the way. Fieve? Yes, huge shout out to Brad Lefevre. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him this summer we were out there for the ESPYs and we were we were eating at uh, Bob's Big Boy. Oh, I love Bob's Big Boy. Such a such a great place. And so great. he asked me who is the best team in college football, and I told him it's the LSU Tigers. Talent from top to bottom. Uh-huh. I don't think there's a more talented team in the country. It's a matter of can they keep all the off field things drama outside, outside of it. Outside of it, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, they sure have done it. Yeah. And I think this. I think it brought the team together. And they're scary right now. And this is not to take anything away from Alabama because Alabama's great, too. Roll and Tide. There you go, Mark. Roll Tide. <laughs> Got to throw that in there. Got to throw it in for Mark. Pretty sure he would backhand us if, yes. uh, if we didn't throw in a Roll Tide. So there you, you know, go. You know, I think they have one of the most – he's mentioned a lot, but I think he's very underrated in Trent Richardson, one of the best running backs in college football. Oh, man. I will tell you what, his freshman and sophomore year, if he would have played instead of Mark Ingram – Right now, we'd be looking at a dude that was chasing the all-time NCAA rushing record. He's that good. He is phenomenal. And I mean, when Mark in- Ingram went out, um, you know, with injury, in he filled in great. Like it, you, you could look at Alabama and know that they weren't. I mean, obviously, you you can't replace the the person that Mark Ingram is and like the the vitality and everything that he brings to the field. But Trent Richardson, man, that dude is a beast on the field. Absolutely. And their defense, they've got seven NFL first-rounders on that defense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when talking about LSU, nothing, taking nothing away from Bama, but I told him, I, I told him the teams to watch for were going to be LSU and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Wisconsin brought in Russell Wilson as their quarterback, they've always been a smash-mouth team, they've been a really good team, but he brings such an element to that team. Well, they've never had like a good, strong quarterback to rally around. And uh, this guy is just, I mean, he has catapulted Wisconsin into this extreme dark horse uh, situation almost. But I really feel like everybody's, I don't even know if you could call them a dark horse anymore because people are recognizing what Wisconsin can do this year. Well, I'll tell you what, the world is going to see what Wisconsin does this year. And and the there's first a big, big Ten test. game of the year. It is actually a huge game. Nebraska's first game ever in the Big Ten. And they're playing at Camp Randall up in Wisconsin, up in Madison. And I'm a Husker fan through and through. That's how I grew up. Man, people back home, don't be mad at me. But uh, We're, we're going to get rolled up there. <laughs> yeah. Let me it's... tell you something. The world is going to see what Wisconsin and Russell Wilson is all about. And I would not doubt that that national championship game is LSU and Wisconsin. I'll tell you I what. I have no... Hey, I, I'm going to be there. I'm rooting for my Huskers, and I'm hoping that we pull it through. Mm-hmm. I just don't have much, much faith in Taylor Martinez. Yeah, in you that really kind don't. of an atmosphere. I mean, look at uh, what was it, week one or week two, and they started out. Oh, who were they playing? Missouri. Anyways, I can't remember, but they started out had a horrible first half. Horrible first half. They let uh, the other team go up, you know, like two touchdowns on. Oh, them. they were. They played they, Fresno State. They played. I can't. It even was remember the next week, anyways. But uh, I mean, second half. Obviously, they came back out. Um, they went in with a small lead uh, into the half. Came out second half, and then just kind of blew them out of the water. But it was just a really rough, ugly start to the game. It was a lot of penalties. Just not a lot of conversions. It just looked nasty. This, it did not this look is like going good. to be. 
I'll tell you what, when the Big Ten people did Nebraska no favors when they made the schedule this year. Mm-mm. Here, here's your first Big Ten game in Camp Randall. And oh, by the way, you gotta play Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State, and Iowa. So you get to play them all. Oh, gosh. So. That is rough. Um, but that is the big game, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you people from Nebraska right now, I know a lot of people that are going up there. Because mm-hmm. Nebraska travels strong. Oh, definitely. Nebraska's got a little surprise. They're coming out for the first time ever, possibly in white and black. Black helmets, red and black pants. Mm-hmm. The fans are going up there. And black shirts, right? They're going to do blackout? They're going to do a blackout because the Wisconsin Stadium is all red. Yeah, exactly. So the There's Nebraska no... fans want to stand out when yeah. they go. There's no... Uh... So... That's what they're doing. That'll so be pretty neat to we'll see. We'll see. I want to see how it works out. But Nebraska people that are going up there, this is one of the coolest atmospheres in college mm-hmm. football. The sing, like they do this thing at the end of the third quarter. Everybody's shaking, uh, shaking keys and shaking flip flops. At the end of the third whatever quarter, whatever they can find to shake in the shake air. I shake a flip flop, dude. It's just uh, <laughs> I the, wish we had videos. And well, they'll seriously sit in the stands. You're, you're and shaking do that. a flip flop. I hear nothing. Yeah, it, I, it makes no sense to me. Here's, at all, here's what Wisconsin does. Uh, third quarter is over. They play the House of Pain's jump around. The whole entire stadium is up and down, and all you see is this red and white, and they're all singing it. They play Sweet Caroline, Cecilia, all these cool old songs, and the whole entire stadium is singing. YouTube it. It's wow. one of the coolest things. And then we went over to Penn State because I somehow got onto their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I would have I, I got to be honest. That Penn State Stadium, 110,000 people doing the same exact Joe thing. It's just, YouTube it when you get a chance. It's really, really cool to see. But, yeah, first Big Ten game of the year, Nebraska-Wisconsin. we got to give a shout-out to uh, our friends at ESPNU, uh, the road trip, because yes. they're going to be up Drubner, there. Yes, Nikki Noto, yep. they're all up there right so now. So if you fans see them up there, if anybody's going up to that game, uh, give them a lot of love. Tell uh, them Out of Bounds sent you. Yeah, exactly. You'll get a lot of love in, a lot of love in return for that one. Uh, Speaking of Drubner. One step closer, Drubner. <laughs> ASU. One step. Oh man. I know. I know. Be's not. He, he's not going to be happy years about this. Over eleven years over. We got to mention the Sun Devils. We, we do. Beat USC first Huge time in eleven milestone. years. Great game. We're trying to get ESPN's road trip to come down here the week we play U of A and do their show from Tempe. And they got their eyes on us right now, and they're like, "You guys got to keep winning. You guys got to keep winning." This was a big game for us. Now, Dennis Erickson. We know what happens in classic ASU fashion usually when you win a big game. We come back and play somebody that's not so good. I we, mean, you can't shake a stick at Oregon State, though. They're not, they're not a complete doormat, but they're not they great. Are, they are somebody that we should definitely beat. It shouldn't even be – we should beat them. It's like Illinois. When we went up to Illinois after the Missouri game, mm-hmm. we should have beat them. Yeah, well, you knock but on this wood will right tell, now. This knock will tell wood. what kind no, of team we have. <laughs> This will tell what time it te- what kind of team we have. We do. And we need this victory because we don't want to lose and then go into Utah next week. Exactly. But, you know, one thing that I was very impressed with with the USC game, um, and it was actually the first uh, ASU home football game that I've ever gotten to go to. She had a blast. It was insane. I'm shocked I could talk after, like the day after. I was shouting my head off. It was unbelievable. But um, I was really impressed with the fact that ASU had virtually no penalties for a team that's, that's a very first. undisciplined that usually turns the ball over, um, you know, and and 
suffers a lot of lost yards to penalties. They were really they flipped the script on uh, on USC. It was USC that was committing all the penalties and really kind of banging themselves up like that. And I have to tell you, if they, I mean, if they can take that game against USC and get that taste for how their offense can run, how their defense can run, um, without having to fight that uphill battle, um, you know, of overcoming penalties and, and what it does to, to a game dynamic, then hopefully they can carry through. I mean, it's, it's on Der, uh, Dennis Erickson's shoulders at this point to, to lead his team that way. But, um, but they looked impressive against USC. And, you know, everybody kind of writes USC off this year as well. You shouldn't. They still have recruiting. They're still but a they school. They still have talent. They're still a school in an LA area that's going to, one, all their locals there. I mean, there's great recruiting out of the LA area for football. But on top of that, it's still, like I said, an LA school. They're still going to get recruiting. Even though they've lost scholarships and whatnot, it's still the USC Trojans. So their program is still going to be legit. But I do have to say something. I was very disappointed in Shelly Smith being on the wrong sidelines at that game. She was down interviewing Lane Kiffin, and I was like, Shelly, what are you doing? You're like one of my idols. and you're, <laughs> I'm sure she met. She, you're she dancing went, with the enemy. I'm sure she went over and talked to Coach Erickson. She so, better but that have. was a fun game to be at. It was an incredible game. And once again, I mean, it was. I was shocked that the ASU student section didn't storm the field. But at I know, the same time. I a little time, bit disappointed in that, guys. You did, Come I mean, on. They, they did a great job cheering. They they absolutely just rocked the game. But I think you I think brought By up, the time the game was over, they were so hammered. Hammered, probably. <laughs> but uh, a dry campus, uh-huh. Um, but you did bring up a good point, though, about the about the students. Is like a lot of them probably don't really realize how long how long it's been. it's been since I mean since we've beaten USC. It's crazy. I mean, we stood out with Juan Roque um, during halftime. He knows. Yes. He's funny, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad I got to Juan, meet him. Juan, what up? He's got his own show called uh, On the Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Mondays. Uh, check out his Facebook. Juan Maybe Roque. we'll have to infiltrate. Yeah, we show might have too. to get on that show too. Um, out of bounds. No, it like was. A virus. It's a cool. No, the, student, <laughs> the student section has really got behind the team this year, and it's great to see that here. Absolutely. I mean, they're 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 pushing ten thousand strong every game, and that's that's it's really good to see. Mm-hmm. What well, was really cool? We we had a little. Uh, uh, Haboob came through yes. during the game, and even on TV, I, wa- I was watching it, and you could see all the cups and the papers, it was and everybody insane. flying around in circles. And right when it's right when that started, a bunch of rain started coming down. People but went nuts. They went crazy, and right at that point, I can't even rema- remember. It might have been Shelly Lance. I can't remember. Went right in and sacked Matt Barkley just as the skies opened. It up. was like it was the just, most. It was so cool. Serendipitous moment ever. It was out of it was, control. It was awesome. It also forced me to rock my blue blockers for the rest of the game. I was like, no, they're good luck. Every time I take them off, we turn the ball over. <laughs> All right, we should probably stop talking about the Sun Devils before, yeah, that's before, true. before we Byron, completely... Before Byron comes over here yeah. with... Byron, Byron's like in his car from the charity golf tournament, like yelling "Bear down!" out of his window. You know, you know I, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what they did this weekend. Yeah, no, they didn't do anything because I'm pretty sure they're like zero and four right now. No, they won one game. Byron, that's Chelsea Hellstab. <laughs> by the way, um, that wasn't Jay. That was I claim Chelsea. It. I claim it. I claim it. Um, Anyways, uh, a lot of good, a lot of good things going on with college football. That's mm-hmm. always fun. Um, you know what else is going on? Tell us, Chelsea. Baseball playoffs. Baseball playoffs. I'm so excited. I'm I sorry. I just got disappointed really quick. <laughs> Why? 
we thought it was whatever. Anyways, I'm excited. Start talking about Philadelphia again. Yeah, I'm a Braves fan. I've been a Braves fan all my life, (laughs) and I got to meet Bobby Cox. How cool! That was probably the coolest. You're the coolest person on the face of the earth now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? As a kid, I told him I went off and said, "Coach, as a kid, I hated you." And he's like, "What?" I said. My fills could never get past your guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, now that I'm an adult, I was like, I, I respect you, and it's a, it's an, I can say it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Yeah, fourteen straight division titles. That's something that will never be repeated in baseball. Nope, and it's about hey. the only thing you can hold on to at this point. Oh. Hey, you know what else we got? <laughs> One of the worst collapses in professional baseball. We do, however. Okay. Thank you, work. Boston don't, Red Sox. No, it doesn't no, matter. No, 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 they no, no, have. No. It will go no. down. It will go down. It makes me want to hit you Red Sox every time you have, say this. But it's true. The Boston Red Sox, the By worst one collapse. Game. One, one game. One game is one game. And I told you at the beginning of September, I was like, you watch your Braves. They're going to blow it. And you said, no, let no, me, no. Let me tell you something. We have the in best the pitching, book, blah, blah, blah. In the record book, it's going to say Jay, Boston Jay, Red Sox. Hey, Underneath no. it, it's not going to say Atlanta Braves. No, it's no, going to have will. an asterisk. Exactly. Just like everything else is going to have an asterisk in the future. So we will uh, remember, yeah, prob- we will remember prob- Jay's probably. for this year. Let's remember the, uh, the, the picture on my Facebook that somebody tagged I, I me do, in. I do remember. It's, but It's like the coolest picture ever. So it says collapse, but the L are the two Boston Red Sox. And then <laughs> the A is the Atlanta Braves symbol. Oh, my God. It was, but you know what? I do have to say that Wednesday was like some of the most exciting baseball I like it was was the best day of baseball ever ever. that's what everybody says fantastic is like we're going into these baseball playoffs now and you have all eight teams are the best teams in the league right now like there is no you know sub 500 team making it in you know it this is this is pure talent this is pure like just Raw baseball—it's amazing. You know what I, I loved about? I think you know I, I might loved? be the only one in the nation that still gets fired up like this about no, baseball. No, yeah, there's probably a lot of people. I think one of my favorite things about the day—they're never going to admit it—and it's going to be a great debate for the rest of baseball history. Oh, did the Yanks uh, throw that game? There's not even a did the Yanks throw that game. They were up seven to nothing, and they just started throwing batting practice to the Rays. Hey, you can't—you can't discount the Rays either. No, and, I'm not. I'm not discounting the Rays, but the Yankees are up seven to nothing in the fifth inning. Well, the Yankees pitching sucks anyway, so Texas is probably going to have batting practice on them in well, this first round. Well, let's just say that there's not going to be anything that can convince me that the Yankees didn't sit back and let the Rays win to keep the Red Sox out mm. of the playoffs. You know what? I, I don't know about that. You know what I do yeah. love about this though is that Tampa Bay. Thirty million dollars. Actually, I think it's like forty-one million dollars for the payroll, and they absolutely bore their way into the playoffs in one of the toughest, if not the toughest, divisions in baseball. How much did Boston pay on their payroll this year? Like a hundred and twenty-five million dollars. It's like the greatest, you know, bird to uh, <laughs> to to payrolls. It's great. I, 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 will I, I, I will say this. I will say this million about my- team upset. A hundred and twenty-five million. I will say this about my Braves: they have about half of the salary that the Philadelphia Phillies have. The winningest Philadelphia Phillies in history. But you guys were still one hundred and two games. One hundred and two games. Let me let me finish. Twelve games behind going into August. That's all right. Rays at thirty million. Beat the Yankees at one hundred and twenty-five million. Right. The, The Braves half the salary of the Phillies. Way younger. 
We have a lot of young players. We're a year ahead of where we should be. I mean, I think that I think that the youngness of our team kind of contributed a little bit to the collapse. Do you think either yeah. one of us are going to agree hey, no, with you in I, any way, shape, or form? You're out of your if mind. If I could shut your mic off right now, I'd do it. <laughs> hey, but, uh, let, me, so let me tell you. Let me let me tell you something. I didn't talk a lot about the Braves this year when Greg Davy left it. Greg Davy, Greg Davy. When Greg <laughs> Davy put his things on my page, I just let it be quiet because I was quiet. Going into the season, I figured we'd be a wild card team. I'm fine. Going into next season, though, you 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 Phillies better watch out because the Braves will be right there. There won't be a collapse. I will say that right now. It's you the can, NL East. Can, it's the NL East. It's I don't it. care who it is. There's always a collapse in the NL East. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Always. That's yeah. true. And that's it's, true. it's been all of us. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, no, it's happened to but, all of us. But it really I has. will tell you, those young kids that collapsed this year, they won't collapse next year. Yeah. Um, so it's going into. But let's uh, talk the D-backs. Yeah, the D-backs, man. Okay. Scrappy team in baseball. Jay and I, and thank you, Kirk Gibson, for that. He has totally instilled an absolutely winning mentality, scrappy mentality. You know, we've talked about it all year long. They are a clubhouse led by Kirk Gibson, that when you know they go out, they have a tough loss, he doesn't let them bring it on the field the next game. Um, but the Arizona Diamondbacks, Jay and I called it uh, this year, we called them as the dark horse. Now, I do have to admit, like I'm even a little surprised that I thought we, they were a year, we finished out. A year out. away. You know, I, I, I figured we'd probably give a little contention for maybe wild card or something like that, or give the Giants a run for their money, um, because you know nobody else in the NL West was going to do anything. Um Anyways, so I have to admit, I am a little surprised with how well that they've done. But at the same time, I'm not really. Like, watching watching this clubhouse, especially post-All-Star break, and what they've been able to do, and the fact that all of their wins, it's not Justin Upton going out there and hitting all those hits. It's Bloomquist participating. It's Goldschmidt. It's Ryan Reynolds throwing... Or, Ryan Reynolds flashback uh ryan roberts hitting a grand slam to rally you know back from like a seven and zero deficit it was insane it's it's everybody pitching in and you know making them win so um it's going to be very exciting to see them in milwaukee um that's uh, the first series all these start on saturday so you have arizona in milwaukee you have the cardinals who are the ones that robbed the uh braves of their wild card they didn't rob it we God, gave I it away it. we love gave it, it away they saint, didn't rob so it st louis the cardinals are at philly who, who um, beat the braves oh uh, I, I believe the phillies yes, yes. That, I believe so. Um, uh, Tampa Bay uh, going to the AL. We have Tampa Bay Jeez. at Texas, and then we have Detroit at New York. I cannot wait to see Verlander in the playoffs. By the way, One I know that we're winding down, years but that man is lights out. Maybe all the way back to Ron Guidry. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a name from way, 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 way in the past from the Yankees. This was one of the most dominating pitching performances. Absolutely, I mean, and so. you know, I know, I know, Kershaw and the NL is probably going to get the Cy Young, and Kennedy is going to get snubbed, and you know what, Kershaw's better. But I will tell you this: if Kirk Gibson and Kevin Towers do not get Manager and Executive of the Year, I'm overthrowing the MLB. The, the Diamondbacks won the NL West. Yeah. Now, uh, aside Outright. from. The Giants collapsing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because the Giants collapsed that they win that. Yeah, they they actually they were won scrappy. That, so. they, they and I think Ian Kennedy, Kennedy will get it. Yeah. So, anyways, so, so. Well, with that, with I that, believe uh, really quick, I want to mention for Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys be on the lookout. It's a little bit away, but January third, uh, two thousand and twelve, uh, we have the Semper Fi All American Bowl with Ooh-hoo. Junior Rank. Um, that's going to be held right here 
in Phoenix, Arizona. I and cannot that's, wait that's for what that. Mark's been working on, doing a great job. You guys check it out. Check out juniorrank.com mm-hmm. and check out those things. Um, Once we want to thank our in studio guests. Thank you very much. Tickets still available. Yep, absolutely. And what what's the website again? Eventbrite.com. Eventbrite and for tickets. For Larry Fitzgerald Celebrity Share event, or you can go to Mortons.com slash Scott's. Fantastic. We'll have to come in for uh, Jay and I will have to come in for dinner yes, one of do. these days. Do. do you have anything to add, Kim? Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to get I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Mark McMillan, Byron Evans. Thank you guys so Harnett much and, yep. for have for having us here on this. I want to give a shout out to our out of bounds crew. Our show is coming this next week. week. Next week, I yeah, believe. Absolutely. Um, and we got some really cool things to announce with you guys. Want to give a quick shout out to Jill Battenfield, who does not so soccermom.com, and my boy Kevin Dow, and also Les Corrieri because he gave to the the golf tournament today as well. Awesome. Uh, be sure to follow Jay and I on Twitter at Out of Bounds. Um, it's O U T T A B O U N D Z. My personal one is Coach Chelsea. It's Coach C H E L S E A, and Jay's is at J J Out of Bounds. Um, what was what was your Twitter? Uh, Morton's is at Morton's AZ. Absolutely. And that's for, for, more, for Phoenix and Scottsdale. Cool. So. so show the love on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook as well. Once again, big shout out to Voice America Sports, Mark McMillan, Byron Evans, and Hard Hitting Radio. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in and hanging in with us this week. I want to uh, give a quick shout out to my dad because he just texted me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you out all next week. And uh, Mark and Byron will be back next week to, uh, to usher you through the uh, next Hard Hitting Radio. Everybody have a good one, and thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back, and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Walk back, get it. Come in, Byron Evans. We give you for peace in the morning. Every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If you sports in Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. What season? Phoenix are long. Show them how it's done. We're on. VoiceAmericaSports.com.